All right, everybody. Welcome back to the League Podcast. First one of the year, halfway point of the year. Um, we're here with Feinberg. What's going on, Feinberg? Not much, man. This has been a uh, rather brutal, brutal football year. Can't lie. Well, yeah. Well, all your fucking you know free agent pickups and mid round guys have finally you know turned to fucking pumpkins again, and you're and you stink now. <laughs> I, I disagree, but uh, teach their own. And uh, we have Dan on the West Coast representing Seattle. What's going on, Dan? You know, it's great to be here, Cats. Uh, first time, long time. I mean, not really true, but we lost the first tape, so this counts. Oh, yeah. Also been a miserable year for the Steelers. So. Uh, well, it could be worse, right? I, I mean, didn't start off strong when you use your first-round pick on Najee Harris, but at least he's like, what, a top five back in the league? He's the Saquon Barkley for the Steelers. You know, he's that guy who's going to haunt us when we could have had a Mac Jones or, or anybody else. So, yeah. You definitely sh- what, what, what draft pick? No, you couldn't have even got Mac Jones. You it was a twenty something pick, right? You need to trade up. Yeah, because I think yeah, that- I mean we could have gotten anybody. They needed offensive line help. Anyway, we're, <laughs> we can get into it in a second. Fucking yeah. Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the first thing I wanted to say is um, talk about a little bit uh, Zach Stacy's baby mom's got it going on, and I really don't even want to talk about it. I just had a really good intro for it, so. Uh, apparently he's still alive and he's beaten up on his, on his wife. Did you any of you see like the most monitored room of all time? Yeah. What, what was that? Was that like his own surveillance cameras, like turning against him, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. The guy, he's clearly living in like a, an apartment and he's got this one room monitored. Like he's got like a hundred grand underneath the floorboards or something like that. I think he spent the money on the monitors for that child that he cares a lot for. So Money well spent. Yeah, I mean, he gave his um, baby mom. I don't know if he's married to her, but he gave her a supreme ass whooping right in front of that kid. Man, it was just like cringy. It was bad. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know if I've actually heard that name probably in at least two years. I went back on uh, Roto World just real quick, just to see like where he was. Obviously, prior to this, mm-hmm. the last he was was uh, trying out for the Jets in 2019. And playing for like the Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, something like that, Rough Riders, Rednecks, something, something like that. <laughs> the Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, <laughs> Rough Rider, Rednecks. It's a hell of a jersey. I'm, there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but compared to the Pelicans, that sounds a lot better. I would definitely rock a Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, Rough Rider, Rednecks jersey way before I rocked oh, yeah. a Pelican. A Pelican. Yeah, I would actually rock Just a Pelican like- jersey before I rocked a Pelican jersey. Uh, a two-point font, just Saskatchewan, just the entire thing fucking just wrapping around a spiral. It just goes all the way around your entire body, just from the chest all the way around your back. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to the actual uh, league talk here. Um, there's, so there's been a bunch of uh, big surprises in 2021 at the halfway point, and we'll start with League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen first. Our champ, our, our current sitting champ, is on the outside looking in. Your team doesn't look all that great this year. If I'm... Explain what happened. Well, I like to think that I've had a nice run of trying to get to the championship, which culminated with a championship. My, who, I, I forget for a second. Who did I beat again? You beat me. Uh, oh, yeah, that right, was my second right, straight. I forgot uh, for a second. Mm-hmm, yeah, that was my second but, straight uh, You know, uh, championship week. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say the reason that I believe my team to be in the position that it's in, it's because I've never actually had a lottery pick. I've never not made the playoffs in this league. And that's what happens, I think, in the long run when it comes to the dynasty, you know, 
you know, the, the teams that do well after for a long period of time don't get those good picks and you have to make some good trades, which I failed to do. Well, and that's because uh, you, you as a, as a, uh, a GM are very hesitant to make any trades. Well, there was no reason to make a lot of big trades when you're, you know, usually finishing in the top three. I mean, there's no real need to make big moves. Obviously, you jeopardize long-term success, but, you know, I mean, that, you know, those are the risks. You got to maybe pay a little bit more for a guy when you're competing than you would like to. But, hey, listen, man, as long as you get a chip out of it, I think it's worth it. And I got I got one when I absolutely did not deserve it, and I'll take it. Smiling hey, ear to ear, man. No, you, you you deserved it. You beat, you know, you took me down, and uh, you made it there. It was, hey, look, it was a flags fly forever, they say. Um, right. The this year also, Dan, you called the quits a little bit early. I, I felt you were kind of still in it. Why'd you Why'd you call a quit so early? You know, uh, that team in both leagues, really, but in LXFG in particular, man, that team ain't got it. That team just doesn't <laughs> have it. Like, like it, it had no business being there. Like it, it's on the same level as, and I'm gonna call them out here. Like Watts's six and four team with like I don't know 800 points or something like that, has just somehow lucked into every fucking week playing like the lowest scoring team. Like it has no business being in there. Like I'm still trying to rebuild, so. I mean, I, I couldn't move Devontae Adams for the right price. That was my, my trade deadline kind of shenanigans, now, but didn't quite get there. Now, as a person that was trying to sell, um, did you were you actively trying to sell Devontae, or were you just saying, hey, look, guys, I'm selling, and you guys come to me, and you were just kind of like, I'll, if I sell him, I sell him. If I don't, I don't. I'll just, you know, he'll out next year. Uh, I mean, a little bit of both. Like, I was actively trying to sell him. Uh, I mean, Steve and I spent many, many nights going back and forth about trying to him trying to offload his scrubs on me with some picks. Uh, was not happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I had some conversations for him. Uh, well, it wasn't quite enough. Yeah, um, it was uh, you know all based around my uh, my first and a second. Um, I felt if I would have just offered you a second first, I probably could have just got that done. But I was, I'm you know, I'm obviously hesitant to give up two firsts. Um, Devonte Adams is a great player, um, but I don't. Know, I just don't want to give up two firsts. It's just it's, it's a he, rule of mine. You know, he's interesting, right? Like, what, what goes on with Green Bay next year? Uh, who's throwing in the ball? Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I think it's he, tough. Him and Rodgers, I think, are both gone. I think Rodgers, yeah. I think, goes to your boys, the Steelers. To be honest with you, I think that's a great fit for him. Um, they're a team that I'd, has, be, down. I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything on the AFC West? Uh, well, I mean, he could also go to Denver, and that's a bad fit for you because that team has everything but a quarterback as well. But I, I, I feel that like, I don't know. I just feel Steel Town. It's like one of those places you can go to, and like no one's gonna give you a hard time. It's like we're like you know he has the same situation thing, uh, going on in uh, Green Bay where he's just like it's just like a cool place to play. You know, like the that guy beat us in our last Super Bowl. He is not welcome in Pittsburgh. He's gonna be in for a rough fucking time. Uh, uh, well, I think people will change their tune if we you know, when you look and it's like you know week thirteen and your team is like twelve and one and you're in the fucking first place in the AFC North. It uh, would be amazing to see Aaron Rodgers just having at least two ridiculous, like like legit weapons to throw to with Deontay Johnson and, and Claypool, and who even knows what else? But and the defense. Uh, you know, like, listen, I, I'm not a Steelers fan by any means, but that would be fantastic just to see it. He's well, got a couple of good years left as I, long as he doesn't uh, fuck it up any worse than he's already trying to right now. I don't know what the deal is between, like, the coach, the GM, and Aaron Rodgers, why they just don't want to get him. Like, even spend a second-round pick on a guy, right? Like, um, you know, like, last year you had like guys like the Visca Chenault in the second round. 
Brian Edwards in the third round. Like there was like decent guys that you could give him as weapons, but instead they don't they don't give him anybody really. His 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 main supporting cast besides Devontae Adams was Aaron Jones, like he was like a fifth round pick. And, you know, uh, Martez Valdez, Scantling, um, uh, Equinate, crazy named people who, who aren't very good. Um, so, like, I, what do you guys think that's there? Like, he just says, he told them to go F themselves and, and they told them back. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. He was able to get his boy Randall Cobb back in uniform, called him out of the fucking retirement home. And he's, you know, you've got what, two, three touchdowns so far this season? I but, think even Randall Cobb was like sitting at home watching that. And he was like, like me? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he wanted? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what they're fucking doing there. I don't know if they're tired of his healing crystal bullshit. Um, like, I, I don't know what, what's going on with that team. I, I'm grateful. Like, I fucked that team, fucked that team since they've had Favre. I have no love for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So I, I am fucking not shedding a tear if they fall apart. Oh, I, I don't care uh, at all. I mean, like, don't have no love for Green Bay. Um, I just, I, I think he's a great player, and I'm more excited for him to like go to another team with a with an with and enhance their weapons instead of just having one guy be good, like with Devontae Adams. Um, so let's go and look at some of the deadline moves that were made. Uh, and you know, you know, give you guys a thumbs up with a thumbs down on them. Uh, let me just go back to home real quick. Um. This is for League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen. So um, I made a trade with Donk here. Uh, he had traded me his third round pick this year, which is, you know, I guess it would be like the I guess it would be like a sixth or a fifth a pick uh, um, in the third round, and then um, Brian Edwards and Christian Kirk, and I gave him my first and second in two thousand and three, uh, thir- two thousand and twenty three. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Um, what do you guys think, uh, Feinberg? Well. We, we, we've had some discussions about my thoughts on a third round pick in general. I, I don't really know how much value there really is in anything other than I'd say even a, a late second at, at the latest. So tell me, tell me, read that trade one more time overall. Donk's 2022 third at, for uh, Christian Kirk and Brian Edwards. And I got, uh, and he got um, my first and second in 2023. I like the first and second side of that trade just simply because I value those picks. Now, I don't see the third as anything. So I see it as like a first and a second for Kirk. And I think that's a bit much for what I would pay for Kirk. Well, I find very ir- ironic about you saying this, Mike, is that like your whole championship roster and all your team has been so good because of your like third round, fourth round, second round uh, undrafted free agent pickups and your first yeah, round picks I, being done. Right, but that I you know I, I think you're 100 right. I mean, I'm extremely a top heavy team, but it wasn't the late picks that worked out for me. It was the free agent pickups. I picked up Chris Carson in the middle of uh, preseason one year. I picked up Miles Gaskin after week one. Tyree uh, Kill, Tyree Kill, Pat Mahomes. Those guys. Oh, Mahomes, I drafted, but that's a quarterback. Like okay, I drafted but, him in like the third round. Like it's a quarterback. Okay, and then you I, drafted the best quarterback in the league for the last four three years. Well, I'm just saying, in general, I've had way more luck picking up, un, uh, you know, uh, not even undrafted, because I picked up Tyree Kill after James dropped him. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've had way more success with free agent pickups than I have with third, fourth, and fifth round picks. So, I mean, that, that you know, that's just my position, my luck, whatever you want to call it. But Kirk, I think, is in a position where he's on a team that has a lot of targets. I mean, granted, right now it's awesome because Hopkins is out. But they also lost Murray, so 
if you I look, if you looked at my roster construction and uh, the reason why I made it was because uh, Michael Thomas uh, he's done for the year. Uh, Robert Woods blew out his knee. Um, uh, what was it? Allen Robinson is no longer startable because of um, Justin Fields. Yeah, you know, that that goes out to Dan right there. Um, yeah, that's trash. <laughs> uh, I think he's still going to be good, Dan. Um, oh, I just like depends uh, on where he goes. Depends on where he goes. Robbie Anderson wasn't anything, so I all I had was you know uh, was it uh, the guy on the uh, on the Redskins, um, Terry McLaurin. I just needed kind of two guys who could give me a boom week, but like has a decent floor of maybe like seven or eight points. Um, Dan, what do you think about the trade? Uh, I'm I'm with Feinberg here. I, I really like the the first and the second, especially for the 2023 year, mm-hmm. a lot more than what I view as just a collection of trash. Uh, and that's going to be harsh, but Ryan Edwards, he he ain't it, and he's not even it with like rogs gone. Um, well, that team has just kind of fallen to, apart. To be fair, but last week he did have 80-something yards and a touchdown with four catches without rugs. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I watched those games. I watched it red zone. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't it. Uh, and Christian Kirk, I don't trust anybody that Arizona offense because they spread the ball around too much. And I don't – I've never seen anything that's like, damn, Christian Kirk, that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. So uh, a first and a second for what should be a good draft class, give me that side of it every time. Yeah, look, I hear your point, mm-hmm. and if it pushes you over the top, good for you. I think you'll regret that in a year. Uh, maybe, and I hope not. Uh, I think that might have been the only trade at the deadline here. We we did one deadline trade in that league. I mean, I know I didn't help by making zero myself, but I didn't realize it was only one. Uh, yeah, yeah, a I little could... bit earlier, I dumped Mark Andrews. It looks like uh, Kadarius Tony moved for a first, which is wow, just highway robbery. Uh, oh, and this uh, that 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 was a um I, I believe uh, Donk and uh, Miller Miller the, Miller saw that one game and was convinced that uh, uh, Tony uh, I actually sold Tony in every league that I had him in <laughs> uh, for firsts and multiple things so um but yeah Genius. D- Donk's team I think next year he, I think he's gonna comp- definitely compete but I think he might win it all if uh, he's getting like all those running backs back hopefully and he's got a ton of picks and uh, he's gonna be really hard to beat. Um, you just got to keep that team healthy. That's the thing is that, I mean, geez, we're seeing more injuries this year, I feel, than we ever have. Well, I don't since... know. That could, that could just be a feeling. Like, I really don't know what the numbers are saying. But with the short-term IR option now, it feel like teams are really taking advantage of it. And they're saying, you're going to miss two games? Fine. We'll make we'll hold you out three and bring you back on the fourth. And you'll really rest. Uh... So I maybe that's it. I don't know. But it sucks. Uh, I feel that... Um... Uh, you know, you can't. Uh, the reason why I think dynasty football is so rough, unlike baseball, hockey, or um, basketball, like you can't really count on a player. Like oh, this is going to be my player for the next ten, you know, seven years, right? It's like guys, you know, flame out real quick or they get hurt and they're just never the same again. So like, I, I like to just kind of like you know go over my roster a lot and like like I won the th- I won the title in 2019 undefeated and then I can't keep Derrick Henry and fucking. Chris McCaffrey in the field at the same time, <laughs> or, or Michael Thomas. Like none of those guys have been on the field since 2019. Wait, wait. Are you telling me that when you went undefeated and these guys had 250 plus touches in a year, they couldn't do it again and again and again? It wasn't even like that. They haven't been on the fucking field like, outside of Derrick Henry. Like but that's what I mean. Is like it's almost like they defied the odds to do it for that one season where you went undefeated. Like they probably should have gotten injured at some point that season as well. But the stars aligned. You went undefeated. That's ridiculous. Yes, it was. 
Uh, <laughs> Agreed. I, but yeah. you know, it's 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 hard. So like, I, I another league I traded Justin Jefferson for two firsts and Brian Edwards. Um, but like, you know, and everyone's like, I'm getting killed. Oh, he's worth this many first. He's worth that many first. That's like realistically, no, like no one has like four first to give you, right? So either you're not going to trade him, or you are going to trade him. So like. I traded him just because, like, I, my team wasn't winning. I needed more. I just needed more assets. And, like, having one really good player on my team just wasn't doing it for me. And I know that, like, you're not, like, in the in the belief of, like, hey, like, you have a great player. And then if you trade him for multiple things, like, best case scenario, you maybe get back a great player. But right. I, I've had that work out for me in multiple times in multiple leagues with breaking down my roster and then just rebuilding it up through the draft. Uh, what, what do you got? What do you think, Dan, about doing something like that? I mean, I think I'm right there. I think that's a great move. Uh, I think you're absolutely right that there's these hypothetical values on players of how many firsts they're worth, and you're almost never going to find someone who has them. And if one team does, in fact, have them, then you are locked into trading with that team because there just aren't enough firsts uh, otherwise spread around, Yeah, uh, which we'll probably talk about when we get to the Superflex League. Yes, for sure. Um, right, so we'll, hey, well, I guess I, we'll, we'll put a pause on that. Uh, I, I think two firsts for JJ is great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so... The uh, we talk about that. So okay, so let's let's go to league uh, extraordinary fantasy jump and, and the and the playoffs upcoming. Who is going to make the cut? Is Feinberg going to make the cut, guys? Uh, Dan, do you think Feinberg's going to make the cut with that roster he's got right now? I don't even know what the standings are right now. I, I know whoever is just below Watts will overtake him. Um, That's Cheese and Feinberg. <laughs> they're both five and five, and um, they both have similar uh, sc- uh, eleven hundred points scored for. Do you you realize that the difference between like what is it first and eighth is two games, um, like that every single team is basically in it except for three teams. Well, I I actually get to play Kuhn this week, so that's a slam dunk. Um, well, I guess whoever gets to play Herman and Kuhn will definitely have an advantage. <laughs> I, so. I play. Uh, I, well, I'm in first, so. Um, but you also are at a disadvantage, Mike, because uh, you are like hundreds of points below uh, everyone in score. So like all tiebreakers don't go for you, except for it's, win. it's winner. It's winner go home. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's been that way ever since I basically am whittled down to Mahomes and Hill every week. I definitely think that you're you got an advantage this year being 14 regular season games. You have an extra week to maybe pick up a win. Um, uh, so I mean, uh, DZ, did you get to uh, look at the uh, yeah. standings? These are both terrible teams. Like I started looking at Cheese's roster. I'm like, all right, he has no running backs and only okay wide receivers. And I'm like, all right, so it's probably going to be Feinberg. And I scroll down, look at Feinberg's roster. How the fuck are you ahead of me in games in this league? (laughs) 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 I am said, I mean, your entire team seems to be on IR right now. And and I just don't understand it. So, um, I mean, I guess it's Feinberg. I mean, if Kareem Hunt comes back somewhat soon, at least you've got like, some decent running backs and i mean i'm a tyree kill fan i think we we're, we're both on that one mm-hmm. so like I, I think the chiefs will turn it around i think mahomes offense is going to kind of kick in so I, i'll give a give a way to Feinberg. but man both of those teams are rough um yeah i think, I think you, guys, you guys are forgetting about the impact of devonta freeman on my team that guy is the only man left standing on a team that runs the ball like 95 times a game um, like he's literally the only running back left Every, who, name another running back on the team that actually plays. Tyson Williams. Murray is coming back. Oh, it, it, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about that guy. I, I, I was like, Bell's gone. Like, who else is taking snaps anymore? Uh, they, yeah, they. I can't believe that like um that team didn't like 
just like the Pats, uh, they traded Sony Michelle, right? Like for like nothing to the Rams, right? Like I can't believe they, there wasn't some team, like they can't believe they didn't call up the Colts and be like, hey, what's Marlon Mack worth to you? Like a sixth? Like let's get some running back in here with a little bit of juice. Fucking Devonta, uh, Devonta Freeman, he's like dust, bro. Like the guy's done. I, I thought Melvin Gordon was going there personally. Uh, and I mean, Javante Williams seems to be the heir apparent in Denver. I oh, don't sure. know why they're still holding on to Gordon. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's, it's that or cut him. So it's like, well, you're not really competing in Denver, right? It's like, I, I, you, you should have probably traded Gordon if you, some, if like, like, like the Ravens, if they would have given you like a fifth round pick for, for mile, for Melvin Gordon, I, all in, just take him. We, or yeah. let, let's just run our boy, run Javante. Well, I mean, the Broncos aren't exactly out of it. I mean, I know that I, I don't think they're going to compete, but you know, like like you said, with that extra game, there's a lot of teams that aren't technically dead yet. Well, so if they get rid of, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, they got rid of what's his name, Von Miller. That guy wasn't even really playing. Like, I really don't even think he'd been playing for the like few games before he even got traded. So I don't think they get rid of they didn't get rid of him because honestly, they they're not out of it. Von Miller got so fucking pancaked by George Kittle on on what was it <laughs> Sunday night? Uh, Sunday football, oh, I think, nice. or Monday football. Anyway, I never see he's a linebacker getting getting pancaked by a tight end. Man, it was just like I think he might be done. <laughs> There's a reason why uh, Denver let go of him. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're correct there. <laughs> yeah, uh, he got smoked. <laughs> um. All right, so. I'll give the benefit to the champion. I think you're going to make the playoffs, Feinberg. Um, I think there's. I don't think your team has it this year. I think that sh- maybe you get lucky in, a, in the first round, but like you're not making it through the gauntlet of the um, of the playoffs. Listen, I I would think that after last year, nobody would want to see me in the playoffs. It's, I, it's uh, not like you smoke people. You barely got by people. <laughs> like what the yeah, fuck are we talking but about? I, I took down some powerhouse teams last year, so. Better watch out. And I got some guys that I might think about promoting if I make the playoffs. Who? Elijah Moore. Yeah, that's Elijah Moore's price has not been called up because you could pretty much drop Russell Gage, Jamison Crowder, McCall Hardman, uh, probably Alan Lazard, certainly Ben Skronik. You got a lot of scrubs on the roster. I and need an empty to, roster spot. I oh, need yeah. to feel the roster. And uh, well, the guys on, on free, agents, free agency are actually – like they're worse options than that. So I, I really don't have great options outside of Tyreek and Pittman, but you never know, you know, Marvin Jones might decide he want to play football again. You know, uh, you just never know about these things. That guy won me a championship. Uh, NFL bust Trevor Lawrence is like throwing the least catchable balls in the league. Apparently like, there's a stat like, so I, I, I rough. you never know. Marvin Miles jo- Gaskin is a beast. He's a beast. <laughs> Miles Gaskin is okay. the only option. He's the only, I, I got guys that are just the only options. I'm not saying they're good at all, but they're the only options on these shitty teams. They got to get the ball. They got to do something. Why not do it for my team? The only thing that semi was, was lame last year about you beating me in the championship was that I got beat by guys like Miles Gaskin and Jamison Crowder. It was like, yeah, that was the guy. Cause he threw a touchdown he threw, against no, he, you. Both of them had like, well, Miles Gaskin had like a 30 something point game, and the other guy, uh, Crowder, had like James a 20 Crowder point threw game. a touchdown and received and caught a touchdown against you. It was pretty lame. Um, I, I could, hey, hey, look, if fucking Mahomes and Tyreek Hill want to smoke me, I get that. Those are elite players. I lost to some fucking free agent pickups. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, Aaron Jones and stupid fucking uh, Derrick Henry couldn't give me uh, 20 points. Are you kidding me, man? 
that was a that was a that was a awful like stress of that day was awful but totally worth it i needed that victory oh yeah for sure it was a good victory um and uh so in case we don't do this again guys who who do you think um makes it through the gauntlet of the playoffs who wins who wins the championship in league of extraordinary fans and gentlemen dan uh, I hate to say this. I really fucking hate to say this. I like Steve's team a lot. Steve, I hate to say first three-time champion in the league. Okay, what about you, uh, Feinberg? Well, I do think that Steve's team is nasty. I I have to say I'm partially blamed for that because I gave him uh, what's his name, Jalen Hurts, pretty cheap earlier in the year. I got a second out of it, but still. Uh, yeah, I'd say either Which- Steve's. Which kind of annoyed me because I believe I offered you a second and you were like, no, I can't do that. No, you were giving me a third. No, I was off- first I was offering you Penny and then I was offering you like a, a, a third or a second. I- you could have been like, hey, my price is a second. Yeah, then you know. kind of answered your own question with why I didn't trade it. But you weren't like, I- if you give me, I'll do it for a second. I would have been like, okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I realized that he was worth more than Rashad Penny. Well, at the time it was just a backup to Carson, which he did get fucking hurt. And he's done, so I was just wrong about Penny being the backup. Well, it, it, it was a decision that uh, obviously, if I give him a championship, then uh, you know uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to regret it. But I am going to say that uh, I, I helped participate in the uh, three-time champ there. But wow. I'm going to say I, I, I think Launchpad has a chance. He just he's got he's got guys that have really high ceilings, and given the matchups, if you can get Barkley healthy on the field. And if Dalvin Cook doesn't get arrested, you know, like, I mean, shit, you know, I think it might be year the year of Launchpad. He's got Madison even if Cook does have to get arrested. So. Yeah. I mean, Launchpad's team's got some depth. And he's got, his, like, his top-heavy guys are, like, Lockett, Jefferson, Diggs, Cook, uh, Barkley. Like, he's got guys that can score a lot of points. And Wilson, once he remembers how to play again. He's carrying two kickers. You got to. Kickers, right? <laughs> you got to carry two kickers, man. You got yeah. well. You don't know what the wind's going to be like on game day, Dan. All right. <laughs> For that reason, I'm yeah. uh, I'm going with myself. I'm in fucking first place. Fuck it. I'm like I'm. I, I feel that I'm going to beat Kuhn and 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 some more teams and keep my buy status. And I'm going in to the playoff strong. Uh, I'm going to go with me. I, there's no. There couldn't be any more injuries in my team, so I I feel that I, I'm going to be the winner of that one. All right. That's the, only, the only reason why I didn't say your team was because of Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. But I do love the fact that you have Darrell Williams. And Darrell Williams could carry you all the way to the championship as far as I'm concerned. Here's Can how we you... explore that? Do we think Darrell Williams keeps the job when CEH comes back? Uh, oh, I, def- definitely splitting, I think. I definitely think they're going to ease back CEH. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, and first of all, here's, here's my, I think, the ultimate flaw in their pick. A guy who's basically nobody, Darrell Williams, has put up better PPR fantasy days than um, uh, CH has ever done. And this guy's 28 years old. He's got no juice. He's not an athlete. And he's better in the passing game than CH, which was supposed to be his his strong suit, right? I really feel that uh, CH was really good in college because of Jamar uh, Jamar Chase or Jamar I oh, sorry Justin Jefferson Jamar Chase and Terrence Marshall and fucking Joe Burrow creating gigantic lanes for this one not so great running back to run through. Um I think it was a bad pick. If they would have picked Justin uh JT the, the the Chiefs would have been so much better. 
Fiber. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue and say that he was a first round value pick. Certainly not even a value at all. I think that they should have taken, like you said, they could have taken Taylor. But I, I think that the biggest thing that this is showing is that they probably should have been using Darrell Williams before this. Like he didn't just get this efficient. He's been this guy that's just constantly been behind other players. But I think that CEH needs to be utilized the same way. They just don't use them the same way. And I, I don't understand why. Because he's not they, athletic. Well, I, I, I don't think that's true at all, actually. I think that he's an athletic freak. I mean, you freak? actually read about him. Freak. He's actually an athletic freak. Freak. Okay. You're getting him confused with Jonathan Taylor. Listen, listen, I know we both can probably state the exact same definition of what an athletic freak would be. Jonathan Taylor. I'm probably sure. Jonathan Taylor. But, Generally speaking, the guy is unbelievably strong. He's not saying he's the fastest guy in the world, but for his size, the problem is that he's not being used the same way. They never sent out short-term passes. They never used the screen game the same way. They clearly have changed the way they've been playing for the last four weeks. Coincidentally, in the same time frame, they haven't had CEH in the lineup, but they weren't checking down. They weren't throwing to the running back. They weren't doing any of that. They have come out and acknowledged that they never really looked to take the the, the, the the cheap shots and went for the home run shots. So maybe because the man ran a four six forty, he's not all that fast. And uh, you're telling me that Darrell Williams is faster than him because you just told me that there's nothing special about Darrell Williams. I'm I'm going to say he's, I'm going to say he's like a, uh, the only thing he's got good is his burst. And he's not strong. He's in the 11th percentile on his bench. So, like, he's not – I wouldn't say he's You're overly strong. his statistics from, what, three years ago now. Okay. You're looking at his college well, combine statistics. It's not like he's guys, fucking 40 years old. Like, What do you think these guys do when they come to the NFL? They work out and now have money to eat and be more efficient. They, they spend have money their- to eat. What do you think the boosters were giving him in college? He went to that fucking I mean, LSU. It didn't work out for Brandon Ayuk or whatever. Got to the NFL. He was still hungry from college. Had one good season and couldn't fucking play for ten weeks. He he must have like told. He must have fucked the coach's wife. I I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> where the coach is like, don't fucking pass it to Brandon Ayuk. He's in the hot seat. Yeah, I, I got us on a tangent though. I, I brought up Darrell Williams and Ch for a reason though. Because I mean, you guys are arguing real football. We're talking fucking fantasy here. When Ch comes back. Both of those guys are fucking useless. You can't start either of them. It's gonna. Be, it's not the fucking Kareem Hunt Chubb situation where they have two good running backs will split and they're both good in a run first team. You've got two useless running backs. <laughs> We're gonna get fucking six to seven touches a game. You can't rely on them for shit. <laughs> what I, if, I agree. <laughs> what if you ended up with two mild versions of Kareem Hunt? Meaning, but they're not neither one going to really run the ball a lot. No, no, just just hear me out. Neither one going to run the ball a lot because you know they're still going to you know use the the jet the the jet sweeps and all that kind of shit to like you get short yardage and whatever. But they're still going to pass the ball. They cannot take only deep shots. They realize that they're going to be throwing the ball short. They're still going to be sending their receivers out. But what they've been doing well recently is short yard short yardage games gains. Okay. That's when you say recently, you mean just their last game and they decided to deploy Kelsey for the first time all season? Or No, 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 no. I mean, I I doubt anybody watches, at least amongst the three of us, as much of the Chiefs as I do. So I'm just telling you. I mean, do you do you literally watch the game or you just watch them on Red Zone like we do? Because then we watch the same no, amount of I, fucking Chiefs. I, only watch, I don't watch the Chiefs. I don't watch Red Zone when I'm the Chiefs game zone. 
That's I only watch the Chiefs. Game. You bought you buy the the package. You stream it illegally. How do you how do you watch it? I use the actual app that Miller gave me a while back, like Sports Me HD or something, some European All right, site. So you stream it? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I don't pay. I All pay right. for Red Zone. That's as much as I'm going to pay. All right. There's no way if the Chiefs are playing, if the Giants play, even if they were good, they playing at one or four. I'm still watching Red Zone. <laughs> like I can't not watch the Red Zone. Nah. Once you link up your fantasy team with your real team, what's the point? I can't live and die <laughs> by the Giants, uh, Mike. I would be, to- I'd be totally fucked. Listen, but this is this is why you got to link up when your team is good. You know, I mean, even when my team is good, then I'm good, good offensively. Either, but you could have owned the Giants' defense for a number of years with uh, Strahan and uh, OC. They never imagine watching red zone for defense <laughs> just for deep. Look at that defensive touchdown. Come on, Hanson pan to a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that pancake. Oh my God. Um, Oh, by the way, I, I brought up Clyde Edwards. I'm uh, not Clyde Edwards. I brought up Darrell Williams. He had a four, seven, two. So he's way slower than, than Clyde. Uh, but he's twice as strong. He's actually, uh, he, uh, he's just twice as strong. It's, it's dumb. Those stats were relevant when Zach Stacy was uh, winning championships back in 2013 or whatever the fuck they were. I mean, that's right. last time they bothered to test this guy. Uh, but, you know, when was he drafted? Oh. 2018. Actually, he's not that old. He's yeah. he's 2008. I think he's like a year younger than uh, Clyde Edwards. No, two years younger than Clyde Edwards or Lair. Darrell Williams was uh, back up to Darius Geis. Oh shit, that guy! I fucking, yeah. I, I, you know what? I tried to. It was like of wife beaters. <laughs> I, uh, well, he didn't. Hey, man, he didn't give her. He didn't give that lady his last name. He just gave the hand. All right. You so. can't prove that. No, just joking. <laughs> uh, that I tried to maybe get a like a value ad with uh, Wild Dan. Um, that was great. Best trade I've ever made. Just yo, I'll, I'll take the chance on guys. You hear is yours, and then I was like, oh, there's multiple bitches saying this. Oh no. <laughs> He's done. He got released. You always, you always got to read the police reports first. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I felt that there was a lot of information coming in, and I was like, Ray Rice. Well, actually, he he ended his career. Huh? Um, you know what? I, I Tyreek just got off. I was like, all right, man, maybe, and he beat his child. I was like, nope. oh boy, we're gonna get into this. Oh shit, yeah. here goes the podcast. All right, all right. He allegedly beat his child. All right, you happy, Mike? Like, no. Because it wasn't alleged. It, it, it was alleged. Happen. It was alleged. Yeah, sure, sure. You're right. You're right. It was alleged, but it was actually proven that it didn't happen. Not even that they couldn't prove it happened. It was actually proven that he didn't do it. In the court of public opinion, the man slapped up yeah. his child. All right. <laughs> so that's a fact. And that's sadly all that really matters. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, I'll and rape all over again. I know. <laughs> I have one last thing to uh, add to this, the League of Extraordinary Fantasy. Gentlemen League, will Herman or Kuhn ever compete in this league? Or are they just wayward souls in a land of, 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 of better owners? Uh, the and, Lions and the Texans of our fantasy league. The Texans just, were good for a show. I would say the Lions and the Browns. <laughs> I think the Browns could do it, maybe. Browns, the Baker Mayfield is is. Like I don't think um, OBJ was that wrong about him. Where <laughs> like he kind of blows, and he doesn't really look like he's the guy. Uh, yeah. That team sucks, and he. I, I think Baker Mayfield, like he's not that far away from them drafting a guy after they exercise his fifth year option, and it just doesn't fucking pan out. Uh, yeah, it's hard to disagree. And similarly, I don't care who Herman drafts; that he's fucking done. <laughs> 
Well, he doesn't draft anybody because he's he kept going all in and not making the playoffs. It was the weirdest. Like I'm I'm buying. It's like your team your team stinks, bro. I don't know why you're buying. Um, I applaud his effort in trying to compete because we do have like a race to the bottom kind of thing going in most of our leagues, or at least in general, like a mindset of if I'm not going to crush it this year, I'm going to try to finish dead last. And then it's really a battle of who can do the best to lose without tanking. I mean, cause we all technically tank. I, I never, I, I never, when I was doing that, I never took it as like, I want to finish last, right? It's like, I'm going to finish last. Cause I'm going to trade all my usable assets for more assets. So it's like, inevitably I'm going to be like in the top three picks, whatever. Right. I hope, I hope cause because of the lottery, you're not guaranteed if you finish last is get the pick. Right. I mean, best case scenario is that you finish like you, you're good enough to win that um, the the lottery, the one thirteen, and you get in like at the top three pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Herman and Kuhn's team, and Kuhn at least has some like guys, like yeah, not like That's- I mean, he hasn't dropped Henry Ruggs. I don't know why, but I just noticed that. Uh, yeah, uh, that guy Herman doesn't have a single asset that I would consider to be an asset. He has nothing. I mean, Herman, Herman has a quarterback and Calvin Ridley. <laughs> And neither one, I like. We can actually say we know when he's going to play again. He has uh, two guys that best players. He has two guys for various reasons have stepped away from the sport. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson and Calvin Ridley. Well, I mean, Deshaun Watson, we at least know why he's not playing. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Well, no, he's uh, not actually suspended for the massaging incident. No, I know that's what I mean. Like, I we know he's why. not playing. Like, the team is actively. No, the team's not doing that. Like the team, you think the team just wants to get their fucking yeah. heads beaten every time without their best player? That's no. I think the team will take too much heat if they play him. So they just decided that they're going to. The city keep is him out. playing an alleged uh, child beater, and they no one cares. <laughs> That's obviously a troll. I mean, he was uh, he was demanding his trade and release even before all this shit broke. So I think he didn't want to play regardless. He wanted to play somewhere else under a new contract. And now this is just an excuse for the team not to play. I'm like, just stalemate. Mm-hmm. But his value is tanking. And that is easily Herman's best player is someone who is not playing this year. <laughs> it's not even close. And then that's somehow a better situation than Calvin Ridley's where it's like, uh, guys, I don't have it anymore. I'm, I'm just going to call it quits until I mentally prepare myself to go back on the field. Well, that's like, how, what? I've never seen a guy quit out like that. Feinberg. Wild Dan, Dan. I mean, if I had to catch ducks, sorry, I apologize. If I had to catch ducks from fucking uh, Matt Ryan and and nobody else on that fucking offense, yeah, I'd sit my ass at home too. Um, I don't think Ridley's like a superstar. He's not. He was much better off. And I I know people give me these statistics about how he did better with Julio. He He is a good second receiver. He's not like the guy who's you're going to give 12 targets a game to, he's going to go against the number one corner and he's going to kill it. Like he was good in his role. And that's his, what, that's how he was like best used. They have nothing over there in the Falcons. Now you got a bunch of guys who like, you could probably still pick up on free agency because they get dropped every other week when they put up zeros. Um, and Matt Ryan and you, you gave shit to Matt Ryan, Dan, and I don't feel he deserves it. He, he's, he's decent, man. If you gave him a team that would like block and catch for him, he would, make a team much better if he was on uh carolina or denver he'd be awesome Look, well, maybe, uh, maybe he yeah, will go be. for it man. oh no i was gonna say maybe he will be i doubt he's gonna i mean they're gonna trade him it's gonna be during this offseason the before Fal- the draft the falcons mercy julio jones 
Like I, I'm sure they they could they could mercy uh, Matt Ryan, but they're not even that. He's playing good enough where they're gonna get. They're not gonna get like a top like five top eight pick. He's gonna get like the tenth pick or something because they're gonna finish like eight and nine or some shit. Yeah, but that's still an amazing pick. But it still should be a quarterback. And you know, I I I think that they should trade Matt Ryan as soon as the season ends. They should have drafted a. They should have drafted Justin Fields. Or mm-hmm. or Mac Jones with that fifth pick this year instead of fucking Kyle Pitts. Like Kyle Pitts is a tight end, man. Like I know he's gonna be great. I know he's gonna be really good, right? But what the fuck does that do for your team? Like you have no line. Your quarterback's aging. Like you you kind of got to rebuild at this point. And and trying to give him a weapon for no reason is just like it's like all right, you have one guy now, and you then you trade Julio. It it was a completely stupid move. Yeah, the Falcons. I, I it was is just they're just an awful team. I couldn't even watch last night's game. It was just so boring. Okay, yeah, it was terrible. So they are the Browns and the Lions, uh, Herman and Q. Let's go to Superflex. Um, let's go to um, you know surprising, surprising first and second place team. We got Wild Dan, the first place team, and he's got a commanding two two game lead over there. Congratulations, Dan. How how, how did you get here? What happened? Uh, I mean, it, it's very easy to explain. Uh, Cooper Cup is gay, and he is uh, <laughs> right there with Stafford. Uh, and those two love each other, and they're both on my roster, and they can single-handedly win me any given week. You can find that with the fact that Mike Williams decided to just go nuts the first six weeks of this season, and all my buys are at the back half of the season. <laughs> so, yeah, I've accumulated a lot of points. Um, it feels like a fluke. I thought I was going to be tanking this year, having a shit ton of picks. But well, here we are. You were in, I would say, year two of the three year rebuild, and like like the Miami Dolphins, but you're going to make the playoffs. You just find yourself in this situation where, like, oh shit, I'm a contender. I, I mean, like, you're early, awesome. You won six straight games, hottest team in the uh, league right now. You're sitting pretty with the, you know, you're, you're like seven points behind me for the top score of the league. Um, uh, you know, it's gonna. I, I, I feel that you know yourself and myself are, are gonna be in the championship. I don't think there's really a team out there that could compete. Um, Feinberg. Now on the opposite end, man, how did you find yourself in like the bottom here, bro? What's going on? Yo, I, I really just have to say that this has been a disaster. This for years of poor draft picks, poor trades. Nothing now, has really worked out, but now you're a good fantasy player. Is it the second quarterback thing that's fucking you up? Because you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I I didn't realize Cam was gonna fall off a cliff the way he did. When I drafted him, he was coming off of like Super Bowl MVP MVP caliber seasons. Uh, Jameis Winston was what was he in his third year, fourth year, throwing like 20 touchdowns a season, lots of picks. You think he's gonna get better, but instead he gets released. Or, you know, not extended. So, you know, then you go with uh, Tua, who hasn't really worked out great. But, uh, you know, just that's what I mean. Like, look, we can talk about trying to get first and seconds as much as we want. And while I still think what I'm saying, I believe what I'm saying uh, about having the value, the draft picks have to work out. And, you know, a little difference of taking CeeDee Lamb instead of Jerry Judy. Yeah, but like Jerry Judy is talented, but. He's injured and he plays with a team as a shitty quarterback. The point of the point of breaking up your team and getting multiple assets are you get a bunch of dart throws. Like the right. higher the picks are, the the easier they are to kind of figure out, I would say. But I mean, there's still like a big bus rate in the first round. But like 
you know, if you get like, you know, uh, two really good picks, a secondary pick, and then a prospect, like if two of those players hit, it's more valuable than one player, I feel. It depends. Yeah, it always depends on the player, of course. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you, though. I mean, I, I think you and I kind of have a, a similar approach to rebuilding. I, I mean, Feinberg, you, you took a swing on Tua, and it didn't play out. I mean, I think that was probably your biggest miss. And, I mean, you've got Wilson, who is, let's just say it, terrible at football and won't be playing in probably two seasons, unfortunately, <laughs> for Jets fans. Um, we'll all pick in the draft. Which you could have had Mac Jones. And I, I, oh. I, was the, I am the firm believer that Mac Jones – should have been going way higher. I, I picked him up in a couple of le- I tried trading Dan in that league to, to, to move up, but Steve, he desperately... Yeah. If Steve would have had a second quarterback, I would have gotten him because I don't think Steve would have gone um, nuclear to try to acquire the pick. Yeah. Um, But uh, Mac Jones, I, I mean, people were giving him shit, and I don't know why. He All he did was kill it in college. His, his, his traits were, oh, he's very accurate. Like okay, he's not he's not gonna run outside the pocket and throw across his body for fucking eighty yards. Like I don't really need that. What I need to do is you to read the field, uh, throw the ball accurately where the where the receiver can catch it and run, and that's what this guy does best. And like that's why guys like uh, Devonta Smith was going nuclear and Jalen Waddle were going nuclear last year in uh, in college. It could because he delivered a very catchable ball to where uh where the receiver can catch it and run and. Zach Wilson, he played in BYU, and he's got all the talent in the world in his arm. But the guy never beat anybody for real. He didn't. He didn't have enough talent to go to a real school. He went to fucking BYU, and I just don't believe. Like I, I just don't believe in him. Like I just, I have to see it a little bit in college. I never saw it in college. Like we have. I mean, I've had a number of good draft picks in that in that league, and it's just a laundry list of players who didn't work out well. Uh, and Kiel Harry, Sony Michelle, Tua Wilson, you know, mm-hmm. you, you you need a couple of a couple of them to hit here and there. That's all. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll happen. I'm going to keep getting the good picks. The team's not going anywhere. I don't have to worry <laughs> about this team making the playoffs and miraculously having a run. <laughs> this one, I'm pretty sure, is going to be pretty bad. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, I misspoke earlier. I said that I had Mike Williams in this league, and it's actually you, Feinberg. Uh, so you you benefited from that. I have the other person who's gone bananas, which is, you know, uh, Chase. Like, that is what, rookie of the year. It's like between what, him and Meiji, maybe? Like, I would at say least Mac, for fantasy Mac, purposes. Mac Wilson. Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I'm sorry, Mac Jones. Yeah. Let's talk fantasy rookie of the year here. You oh, guys fantasy? are going with like a Mac Jones here. Well, in, 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 two, well, in, a, in a Superflex League, it might, still, Mac Jones is, is giving you like a, a high end QB2 numbers. Uh, Jamar Chase again, is borderline we're QB1. Steve with that, too. Yeah, uh, was it Mac Jones? I'm sorry, not Mac Jones. Jamar Chase is giving you borderline uh, wide receiver one numbers. So I mean, like I, I, you know, how you want to break it down? Both those picks were absolute home runs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was the next thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, the trade deadline. All right, so the, there was this league actually had a bunch of trades. Um, so let's just kind of review right here. Um, I made a trade, two trades to acquire two bucks. Tom Brady with Kuhn for a second and a third. Guys, uh, who winners and losers of that trade? Do you guys like it or hate it? Uh, DZ. Uh, which trade was this one? I apologize. This was Tom Brady. Oh, you acquired. I, oh. I acquired Tom Brady for a second yeah. and a third. This this was Keon. Keon, what are you doing, man? I told you to hold on to, to Brady here. That's too low of a price. Cats, you absolutely crushed him. That's incredible value for what you got. Feinberg. Completely agree. 
great job on that one. I th- and uh, this, this this goes to Kiyum being bad at uh, fantasy football. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, I I felt my my biggest hole was was a third a second quarterback that was like uh, legit. Like I I feel hurts this year is legit. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's got up weeks, he's got down weeks, he's very inconsistent, and I finally got another quarterback where I feel can give me like a thirty point week regularly. Um, the next trade, there was um, Silky Johnson um, gave up Curtis Samuel for Jared Cook. It's just kind of like a this was I was just over the roster limit from my other trade <laughs> and I needed to dump somebody, so it was like sure, peace. <laughs> um. Uh oh my goodness. So what was it? King of the Nook, which is Miller. I hate the fact that he named a stupid team that. Um and it, he traded with Kuhn? Is that no do do you want more? Um he traded uh a second uh, Steve traded a second round pick for Jacoby Myers. I think this is a uh no. a fair trade. Steve Steve uh was his pick got traded by Miller to Kuhn for Jacoby Myers. Okay, so Kuhn traded Jacoby Myers. Or other way around. I can't fuck these fucking names. King of the Nuck and Nuck. Nuck if you Jesus King of the shit. Nuck is is Kuhn. Nuck Kuhn. Miller Miller gave up Jacoby Myers. Okay. Yeah. And Kuhn gave up the second. From Steve, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna manually go into this league and change fucking Miller's name. I'm just gonna be like Miller. <laughs> Did you he can keep his name, but we all understand it easier. <laughs> yeah, like you, you lose privileges. You do that game. in all leagues too. He did that in the think, uh the was it the um uh the the Watts Friends League. Uh he named his team the same name as the other guy yeah, as Good Times. And I'm like, "How the hell did you trade two seconds of the same year of your team to this guy for this player? It's like you're cheating, bro." And uh it was Miller, he changed his name to Good Time. <laughs> I I I actually think this trade is is totally fair. It's like mm-hmm. the 24th, 25th pick in the rookie draft for Jacoby Myers. Probably get hopefully hopefully you'll get somebody of the same value. You think Steve's about. winning it all? What's that? You think Steve's winning it all? Steve? Uh yeah. I mean, I think Steve's got a good shot. I mean, he didn't he just lose a quarterback? He lost a quarterback, I thought. Who what quarterback went down? Uh did he? If he didn't, I I, I thought his team was really good. PJ uh, PJ Walker quarterback. What is Steve's name? He lost Mitch Trubisky. I don't know. No, so then he didn't. <laughs> so I, 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 the last time I looked, I thought his team was really strong. Um, he's got Mahomes, so of course you think that. Well, he's got Mahomes and another quarterback. Not that Jones he's got is going to be Jones. great, but he's, he's got two quarterbacks. He's got at least Dalvin Cook for now. He's got some receivers. DK, uh, he's got Aaron DK Moore. and DJ. I know that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think his team, his running backs are weak, but not, not the worst. Who cares? Running backs get hurt all the time anyway. Um, and then we had our boy in first place, uh, DZ. He traded. Um, this was an interesting trade to buy all in for next year. It was he traded a first and a second um, to trade uh, for Derrick Henry, and Zach Ertz would be the person that would be helping him this year. I guess. Uh, did you need tight end help? Uh, I was using Anthony Fersker. I had basically no tight end at all. So yeah, oh, that was Jesus. an immediate plug in at tight end. Oh, that's the Gleason guy is not going to goose you. Like Zach Ertz, like his floor is probably seven or eight points, and he's going to give boom weeks of like you know fourteen or fifteen points when he scores a touchdown. Yeah, and, and I mean, I I took a look at my roster. Like I should not necessarily be in first here, right? Like mm-hmm. running backs have gone down all year. It's the only reason I'm where I am is that I have just a ton of 
handcuff running backs. And as running backs went down, I had plug and play options. This is insurance for next year, hoping that Derrick Henry comes back and he's still effective. Well, so you the price are, is too good. You were very, very fortunate that this is the year of the handcuff running back, and you, <laughs> you were your zero RB strategy, RB strategy like totally paid off because you had all you had rostered all the fucking backup running backs of note. And they just they've been carrying you from you went to Chuba Hubbard to to Madison's to, uh, you know, just uh, I, I don't off the top of my head, I don't remember. But like you just every week, you just yeah, plug in this guy, plug in this guy. Here's 15 points here. Here's an 18 point uh, week here. And it's worked out for you this this year. It's, it's A.J. Dillon now and Darrell Williams. Yeah, I mean, it just fucking constantly kept hitting. Yeah. Uh, running hot. It's always good to run hot. Um, and then there was one last trade at the deadline. Um, I traded um, a second. And uh, Denzel Mims, because I would have just dropped him anyway, for Antonio Brown. Before the co- the fake COVID vaccination card news, I, I, I hope that this is just an angry chef. And um, he's a little bit butthurt, but that, that AB ain't paying him. And he's just like, yeah, man, this guy faked it. But, like, I, I, AB probably did that shit. Like, that seems, like, very on brand for AB. Dan? Yeah, I think that's very on brand for AB. I don't think he'll see that much punishment. I mean, he's in Florida. Nobody there gives a fuck. It seems fine. And I mean, if you can link up, as you just have now, Brady with uh, his BFF, Antonio Brown, like that could be a really potent one, too. Uh, I I like the trade a lot. When they helped out each other. um, Oh, by the way, I do like your trade for Henry. Uh, Next year, like you have a potential league winning running back like you know I, I the foot injury is not like blowing out his knee or like hurting his neck or his back it's like i i still think that even if they, they cut down his carries and they give him like 320 carries compared to like 400 he's still going to give you uh a lot of like 20 point weeks um just, i just i just want to tell you why i thought you did a good job in that trade. Um, thank you, thank you. yeah for ab though like uh if you look at the weeks they play together uh when when he was actually healthy i mean he was tom brady's number one guy like Evans that wasn't Evans and got he kind of hurts Godwin's potential because I feel like Brady like looks to, to him first and, and like Godwin has good days but he, he is because of AB he's getting the touchdowns he's getting more looks agree completely it seemed like Antonio Brown and Gronkowski really were kind of the, the two first looks for Brady those first couple of weeks when everybody was healthy and yeah I mean that could be a, a real scary matchup in the championship if I see there uh uh, Feinberg, what do you feel about this one? Yeah, no, I actually like the trade. Uh, I looked at, I was just looking at your team. You, you have a lot of depth, and in these super flex leagues where there's no kicker defense, it's all about having flexibility, dealing with injuries. And when you have the depth that you have, uh, especially you know, given the fact that you have some injuries too, so when you get healthy, assuming AB and Brady play at this level, I guess for another year, great trade. Okay, so let's go into a little bit of what me and Dan were doing. The art of the rebuild. Um, I'm, I'm a year ahead of you, Dan. Um, but Feinberg, you are 100% against this. You are 100% trading all your assets and just like scorched earth. Let's just fucking get as much as we can right now and build for the, through the draft. Um, first, why are you against that, Feinberg? Like, why have you never tried this um, this method uh, when you just look at your team? It's like it's not gonna it's not gonna happen this year. Well, because I think you do need some kind of combination of established players and young players. Like, obviously, you can't be top heavy and old. That's what's happened in you know my other in in the, in the OG league. I'm against a full blown rebuild because what ends up happening is 
it almost feels like for two or three years, these teams that do the rebuild are just constantly drafting and trading, constantly drafting and trading. And you're not actually holding on to the players until like, it's like a Justin Jefferson, like, you know, like, boom, saw it game one, game two guys, a stud. Some of these guys obviously don't hit. I'm, I'm well aware of that, but at the same time, I don't think that Jerry Judy is somebody to trade at a very low value because I think given a year or two, he's not going to be in that situation. I'm willing to give a player a couple of years to see what happens when I believed in him in the first, you know, you know, instinct, you know, the first go around, I drafted him. Like obviously in kill Harry was so bad. I couldn't even trade him. Like people weren't even willing to give me anything for him. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so he's that bad. Sony Michelle, that bad i at least got something for like miles sanders you know like another pick i got him early you traded traded up though with miles sanders you didn't really get anything for him you traded him that's what i mean but either way like whether i kept him or trade him it still wouldn't have worked out with him because he's clearly not you know worth it but that i'm just saying is that to hit on a player you have to you have to keep it. And if a guy is at least showing you something, then I think it's worthwhile to keep like getting rid of miles Gaskin to try to get a miles Gaskin with what I'm getting, like offered a third round pick. I offered it's you a second thing. and a third, a second and a third. Yeah. Got it. Well, I know what I'm trying to say is it, like, well, a guy the like- 25th pick in the rookie draft. And I'm going to hope that it becomes somebody like miles Gaskin. Why not just keep the young guy? He's in his third year, second year, something like that. He's 25. And he sucked at UW. He sucked. I know. I he's, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But yet he's still the starting running back for an NFL team, and he gets play and he gets receptions. Okay, I can't explain it, but it's better than what most running backs end up getting in terms of volume. I'm gonna say one thing. So, I'm gonna say one thing. Then I'm gonna throw it to DZ. With Miles Gaskin, though, like you have no guarantee that he's a thing next year. So I'm gonna try to like cash in on some value for him. Like I would try to push me a little bit, but I was getting rid of him before the trade deadline. DZ, now why do you believe in the rebuild? So I mean, I believe in the rebuild because I mean, clearly uh, I, I'm I'm success. You know, I've got all these firsts. I've got a competing team. Uh, completely fluked into it, but it is what it is. I mean, really, I will sell assets to contenders when they're really, really valuable to them. Like, I sold Kyler Murray to Cheese when Cheese thought he was going all in for a fucking ransom. I think it was like two firsts and maybe two seconds. You totally killed something. That. Yeah. And then similarly with Herman, with Godwin, like, those were the two big sales. So I don't think you need to do a complete rebuild. You don't have to, like, scorch earth it. You know, I didn't get rid of my boy Cup. I'm not. I'm never going to get rid of Gabriel Davis. I don't care if he never plays another fucking snap in the NFL. Like, you hold on to the assets you believe in. Uh, to be fair, Gabriel like, Davis have, was never going to give you this, like, huge return. I, I fucking love that guy. So <laughs> I, I'd give a first for him in any league. I don't care. Uh, but, like, yeah, like, if you have a, an asset where someone thinks that is the missing piece they need or you can sell them uh, as that being the missing piece that they need, mm-hmm. you, you pull the trigger, right? Like, it's an asymmetrical value. Uh, I'll, I'll take a four darts over Kyler Murray every day of the week. Um, you didn't. I remember when you were drafting, you begrudge you begrudgingly drafted him, and I mean, you kind of do that with everybody, but like, <laughs> but like, you were like, you weren't really all about this guy, and you got a king's ransom for him. And um, I mean, when he was good, he was carrying Cheese's team, but now Cheese had to literally go acquire Kirk Cousins for a first. Actually, I didn't even say that. Uh, I I feel like Cheese did well on that, 
trade. He got a um, pretty decent high-end QB2 for a first. Um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he sold Roethlisberger for Kirk Cousins straight up. I didn't even notice there was a pick and roll. Um, Fucking around here. But, yeah. Well, Roethlisberger is basically dust. And I, and if you're Kuhn, I don't know why you just immediately flip him, for, like Roethlisberger, to a team. Like, like uh, I would have hit up Steve. Hey, Steve, give me a, a second. I, whatever. You, whatever asset it was. For, for Roethlisberger because he's competing and he needs like a third quarterback, right? Um, you know, that was a miss on Q in my opinion. Now he's got a guy who's probably going to retire at the end of the year on a team that's not competing. He's he's literally sold. So uh, I, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to like uh, give my two cents on, on why I, I, I rebuild. Like, look, I had at the, at the time when I started this rebuild, like I made the playoffs the first year. I, I lost in the um, second round, and I was like, I looked at my roster. Cream Hunt had just kicked the lady in the face. He was done, and like I had, I just I went all out to win, and I didn't. And I was, I looked, at, I had Saquon Barkley and Juju Smith Schuster, and those were like the only real big assets I had in Matt Ryan. And I I tried to just trade everything I possibly could to just gain more assets and try to win through the draft because I saw that team wasn't going to go anywhere. Like I could, yeah, I, I could go and try to compete and maybe be like the sixth seed, and you know, maybe like you know, uh, I just I was good enough where I wasn't gonna get that first overall pick, and I was bad enough where I wasn't gonna win ever. So like, why be that? Why why be the middle? Now that's my reason for for trying to to do it. And like, if you look at the roster, like you know, I I mean, I also I drafted well. You know, I have this year I have Debo Samuel, CD Lamb, um, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I got oh, was it a, a Hertz at the end of the second round. I uh, you know like the draft is where you should make your team. Otherwise, you're paying a premium for these players, and it's hard to build. It's it's hard to if you're not drafting well, then it's hard to build through trades. Like because I, I, you, you're gonna be you're gonna pay more than what the player is worth if you're trying to acquire a good player. And that's that's my reason. Well, that's you know that's what I was saying as well is that it, you got to hit on the you got to hit on the picks. And you know, it see, really is a dart throw. It's see, just you're amazing. You are the probably the best person I've ever seen at at build at building depth through free agency. Like you pick up um, waiver wire guys that like hit and stay and stay hot. Like Chris Carson's, like and um, Tyreek Hills, Miles Gaskins. Like these guys aren't just like uh, you know a flavor of the week. They they have lasting like uh, appeal in the NFL. But they're in addition to players that I've drafted and held on to for years. Yeah, but that's the players the that you drafted have been trash. good enough to set to push me over the edge. They're not good enough to win on their own. Yeah, but the players that you've drafted outside of the initial draft have been trash. Like, what what was the last first round pick you hit on? Jesus, I mean it's it's been a while. In that league, I don't think I've actually hit on a first round pick. The closest I think I've come to. Is maybe like Jerry Judy, like he, that's that, I and mean, or, or Tua, and and then you know like that's that's the extent. Neither of those, I, those guys are still potential. Like I, I still like those players, yeah. but I wouldn't say those are hits yet. You know, like you, yeah, no, you, that, give, you give another if they start off next season being and it's like at what point are they just like okay they're turning towards bust at this point. Yeah, no, no. That league has been an absolute, just outright disaster but, every year. But even League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen, like, what was the last first round you hit on? You, I remember you picking Nicole Hardman's, and like, yeah. I picked Tyler Boyd one year. I remember that. that, you that, dropped that, that him, and good. then he finally became good with with. Kim. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, the, the the biggest benefit out of that guy is that Kuhn's named his team after it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. No, it's been it's been a while, but I don't really have a lot of high picks. Like I've never picked in the top six of the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Never, not once. And I in uh, the Superflex League, I've just missed on every fucking pick. Kareem Hunt. But again, that that's it's it's nah, big... Kareem Hunt was not a first round pick. He was a twelfth pick in the draft, wasn't he? No, he, he was. Kareem... I got him in the second round in the OG League. I got him in the second round. He wasn't even a first round pick. Really, I thought I he was. A, I thought it went him and Kamara. Yeah, I mean, me and Steve both got it. Their guys, those guys, in the second round. No, Steve. Steve was a twelfth overall pick. Got Kamara. So then I got Hunt after him. Then that was it. Uh, I, I know that I got him afterwards, and it wasn't first round because I don't think I had a first round pick, or it was Taj Boyd, Tyler Boyd, whatever. Gotcha. Taj Boyd. Okay, let's just uh, another thing with with the art of the rebuild, DZ. How does it like? Where are you at mentally, being a year ahead of schedule, and like, what are your thoughts on the season as far as like, like especially the trade deadline? What do I do? I'm shook. I mean, I'm, I'm quite honestly, I, I'm I've had many conversations with many people in the league who was asking me like, you know, are you buying this player off me? Like, here are my prices, and I was shook. I didn't want to send those picks over because I don't have a legit running back. Like, I don't feel like I feel like a pretender, right? Um, but you have to kind of roll with the hand you've got right now. Chase is hitting T Higgins somehow might also eat like Cooper cup seems to be Best the guy receiver. this year. He's the yeah. best wide receiver in, in fantasy this year. Yeah. And so like, if those guys all keep hitting, then yeah, you have to roll with it. So mm-hmm. made the acquisitions to kind of shore up TE didn't want to overspend. So I'm still going to have a bunch of back end first picks mm-hmm. coming up. But like honestly, like this goes out to everybody in the league. If you guys want those picks, picks come get them. I'm happy to push it to 2023. Well, the trade um, deadline is passed though. I'm talking about like when we get to the draft. Right, like gotcha. if people want to want those picks, yeah, I'm happy to to roll them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm scared. Like I, I take a look at your team. That that is a legit team. I mean, I think CD Lamb, especially now with Cooper, you know, uh, going to be dealing with COVID for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, you got a scary lineup. Uh, well, I feel that he kind of, um, I mean, that's just my fantasy team, but like, I feel that CD lamb has overtook that first, oh, that, that wide receiver yeah. one this year. It's, yeah. That guy's the jit. Uh, in Oklahoma, he was, he was the man. And I thought he was the wide receiver one in, um, in, in fantasy drafts that year. And I was shocked. I was literally shocked when Feinberg picked Judy over him. And I was like, dude, that's a home run for me. Cause I was, I was really debating before that. Uh, I was really debating either um, Cam Akers or C.D. Lamb. And I was like, I got to go with the running back Cam Akers. Uh, he's going to be the guy in the Rams, and that's going to be a good team because Sean McVay, they're going to be good on offense. They, they feed one running back. I know he's going to be a bell cow. So I, I, I just rolled the dice. Like Either I get you know J.K. Dobbins or, um, or, or, or Judy or something like that, right? Well, I, I, And then I think um, with James picked Dobbins, and then you picked Judy. And I was like, holy shit. I, I had no idea I was going to get C.D. Lamb. And I was like, that's a home run. So like, well, why, why did you pick Judy over Lamb? Well, that was a very difficult decision. I'm not going to pretend it wasn't. But I, I just think that the comparisons that I was reading about Jerry Judy were really Julio Jones. Route running ability, size, speed, and separation ability. So I had to overlook the fact that he was going to the Broncos, the team I hate and a team that didn't have a quarterback 
But the way I looked at it was Julio Jones didn't, you know, need a quarterback. That guy puts up numbers because he's Julio Jones. So that was my feeling on that. And I guess the one concern I had with the Cowboys was I didn't know Dak was going to turn into this like machine of a quarterback. It kind of happened overnight, but fair enough. Anybody with that amount of talent well, should be able to He was pretty good before that, though. He was putting up big years. Uh, easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fair enough. But at the same time, Judy was coming out of the SEC. CeeDee Lamb is coming out of the Big 12. One team, uh, one conference is just an NFL, you know, you know, production. You know, the other one is good for offense, who not is, so good for defense. First of all, who, who is comparing um, Judy to, to Julio Jones? Like, who do you follow? Uh, I'm actually with Feinberg. I, I, I saw the same comps. And I don't think that's a crazy thing to have done. He had a ton of hype coming out there. Everyone knows I'm a big player profiler guy. They have him uh, best comparable to Jeremy Macklin, and they have C.D. Lamb best comparable to Jerry Rice. So, like, that's why I was like, C.D. Lamb's the guy. Like, uh, like I, not, not that I think that Jerry Judy was going to be whack at all, but I was just like, if in in a in a in a um you know, in a vacuum, I'm taking Lamb over Judy out of that draft every time. Uh, DZ, at, at the draft, who would you have taken, Judy or Lamb? I would have taken Judy. I still, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that Judy is better than CeeDee Lamb, right? Like, their their evidence would all point otherwise that CeeDee Lamb's going to be an elite receiver. Jerry Judy is still only 22. That kid's got fucking great hands. Assuming he can stay healthy and he gets a quarterback, like, got a long career ahead of him i don't think he's going to be off the field at any point like i i still like jerry judy quite a bit like if somebody offered like I, i'll put it this way like i would pay a late first for him any day of the week oh well me too if any if yeah. hey feinberg if you if you feel the need to uh sell judy i will give you my late first this year just <laughs> rewind the tape about 10 15 minutes if even that much and uh you'll probably hear my answer to that gotcha but 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 the other thing that I'll mention this is the Broncos just re-signed Tim Patrick for three years and for some decent money. Uh, I think that signals that Cortland Sutton is out of there. So we're now whittling it down, and they're going to get – Why uh, do you that feel Cortland Sutton's out of there? Because they just drafted K.J. Hamler. He's going to come back. K.J. Hamler blew out his knee. Well, so did, so did Cortland Sutton. Okay, but Cortland Sutton put up a fucking monster year. K.J. Hamler has never done anything. Yeah, but Cortland Sutton is now due for a new contract, whereas KJ Hamler is still on his rookie deal. So you're going to have the guy they just they resigned. They have a one year difference. And Jerry Judy. No, I'm no, just saying is that no, it's KJ, just one no, less they, mouth. They're actually going to be a free agent the same year because Cortland Sutton was uh, was drafted. Uh, wait, wait, was Cortland Sutton the first round pick or a second round? pick? Yeah, he was like the 24th pick overall. So they have an they have a five years with Cortland Sutton if they want. Uh, the other guy, KJ Hamler, they only have four years because he was drafted in the second round. They don't have the fifth year option. Right. But I'm right looking. Sutton. Sutton is also a second round pick. I apologize, and he's definitely a, a free all right, agent. So, all right, so they have they have him for one more year, right? But if you trade him now, you can get some value for him because he's still under control for that year. Another team can renegotiate. But they just signed Tim Patrick, meaning that guy's staying. They're 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 not letting him go. And truthfully, I think after uh, uh, Judy, I think he's their best uh, receiver. I, my, I I think the big problem with Denver and their wide receivers are not to be cliche here. There's literally too many mouths to feed. They have two athletic tight ends in in uh, Albert Akune Boom and uh, Noah Fant. They have 
they're like four wide receivers deep when KJ Hamler is healthy, right? Uh, and they have a shitty quarterback. So it's like, you yes. know, it's the worst combination for any of these guys. Like, I love Sutton. Like, if Sutton was on Minnesota or Dallas or the Rams, he would be like a, a wide receiver one. But he's on fucking Denver with a million different options and and a shitty quarterback. Which did you guys see the the non tackle on Slay when he threw the pick? Was like the most like, bro. If I was the coach, I'd be like, bro, I'm playing lock. I can't have that on my field. I can't have you just throwing that effort to try to tackle a guy. Like I, I couldn't have that. Uh, DZ, what do you think? I, I did not see that actually. Uh, I saw all the outrage online, so I can't comment. But yeah, that's pretty pathetic. If you go to the uh, like receipts during like red zone, I, I I that was the I forget everyone was like, oh that pick by Slay. I was like, that was the weakest shit I've ever seen by Teddy Bridgewater. He had him dead to rights, and he was just no, nah, I'm not that business decision, bro. I'm 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 gonna be a backup a long time in this league. I'm not trying to blow out my shoulder here. Yo, I'd be furious if I saw Mahomes do that. Some guys taking one back on you, get you know, get him on the next drive. I don't, don't, don't get hurt. It's not worth no, it. No, no, that's the difference. If Mahomes is there, yeah, let that guy go because you're Patrick fucking Mahomes. If you're Teddy Bridgewater, yo, tackle the dude. Like we're trying to make a playoffs with your shitty ass. We don't. You're not our future. Who gives a shit about you? You're like you're you're a backup, bro. You're you're not a starter in the NFL. Any legit team is not going to have you as a starter. Teddy, the the bionic bionic man, uh, Bridgewater. Yeah, the the man who who uh, was it went back to pass and in practice and blew out his like like people were throwing up on the field. I heard they were like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's, that's not terrible. good things. No, um, all right, so let's go back to the uh, the league real quick. All right, so is is there anyone on the outside looking in in the uh, in this league that is going to make the playoffs? Uh, so we have. At the at the bottom here, we have actually have a like DZ sold not DZ um a Kuhn sold so like I think he's just gonna naturally fall out, but you have Justin whose team is just super hurt. You have James whose team is is decent but like, eh. And you have Watts who are all floating around playoff territory and everyone's super bunched up. Is there any team that you think is gonna make it? And uh, or is there any team that uh that you like uh, uh DZ? Uh, I, I am all in on Watts' team. I, I faced him last week. Uh, I think he's got a really solid roster. You take a look at those standings, and this is the exact opposite of Alex. Gee, the, the kid's got so many goddamn points for him that he will just shoot up those standings as soon as he just gets a couple wins under his belt. So uh, I think Watts makes the playoffs. I think he's pretty fucking scary, too. Uh, he does have the by far the most points in that little range right there. He's got 1440. And everyone down there, like um, James, is at eleven. Uh, almost, I was gonna call. I'll give him twelve hundred. Justin's at almost fourteen, but like his team is so hurt. Uh, Feinberg, what do you what do you feel down here? Yeah, I'm looking at James's team, and it's rough because he only has one quarterback, so that I, you really can't compete um, with just one in this league. And like what, uh, like Dan said, uh, Watts's team is deep. He, he's got some talent. I'm I'm scrolling through Herman's team at the moment. Two good quarterbacks that could keep him alive, but he's got to keep McCaffrey going. And McCaffrey hasn't right. played three straight games since 2019. I know. I know. And then he's got Chubb on the bench. He's yeah. So uh, I I agree. I think if anybody's gonna move up and with Easy going down, it'll be Watts. I like DZ too. I actually, I barely beat him. He, he I, again, like if you look at my uh, points for points against, 
I have I have the most points in the league. Uh, barely uh, beat DZ by uh, by like about ten points. I have fifteen hundred um, and forty four points for and uh, I'm sorry, I have points against. Yeah, points I, against. Yeah, uh, where the hell is my points for? Oh, there it is. Fifteen eighty seven for and fifteen uh, forty four against, which is like it's ludicrous. I barely beat Watts on that overtime game with uh which with a uh, CD Lamb where he caught that fucking gigantic touchdown. Like I, I I just snuck by this guy and like he he has a very legit team. And if you look at Watts, his his um you know his points for and points against are are ridiculous. He's got 16 something for and 13 and 1400 against. So uh wait, 1400 something against, I'm sorry. Uh I I like Watts too. I think he sneaks in. Who wins it? Does DZ win it ahead of time? Uh, DZ. I've, I've got no fucking chance, man. <laughs> as much as I would like to to say that, uh, I'm, I'm riding on injured running backs and not much more than that. Uh, I think uh, if anything happens to Joe Burrow uh, and, and the Bengals, I'm completely toast. Uh, but, you know, I, I think uh, I, I do well enough to maybe see you in the championships. That's, that's kind of my, my goal. Uh, Feinberg, what do you, what, who do you feel wins this? Yeah, I'm going to say that I think Dan's team is going to make at least top two, top three at the worst. I see you in the top two, top three. So, uh, you know what? I, I'm going to go with Udizi. I, 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 I want to see it. I want to see uh, some new blood, you know, coming into the mix. Well, we're the, both the, new blood in this league. Well, you, 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 you've got championships on on the on the belt, so it's hard to it's hard, it's hard to see you as uh, the underdog. That's a whole fucking different league, yo. Me and me and yo, we started from the bottom. Now we're here. All right, like we're both new blood in the Superflex League. Do we have a belt for the Superflex League? No, we have the most. We have the greatest trophy in history. It's called the Cats Barty, and I believe Steve has it now. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but if I have it, you know, I, I'll get it all engraved and all that stuff, and everyone will be like, oh, I'll, I'll bring it around all summer and everything, you know. Oh, of course. Could you imagine? I get the belt and the and the cat's party. It'd be insane. It's not allowed. It's legally not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> can't, uh, they can't be in the same place at the same time. Yeah, I I, I do hope that DZ wins. Um, well, actually, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I hope if I don't win, I hope that DZ wins. But uh, I I gotta say, I, I don't really feel like fucking shipping that thing cross country but it will be awesome <laughs> uh you know to to have the to, to have these things see both coasts you know like it would be nice if like launch pad or you win that the belt and you like yeah man this thing's on both coasts now we got you know we got it engraved and all that stuff fiber you actually got your the belt engraved right you told me last time i, I saw did. you i did i did but you didn't, but, put, uh, you didn't put any flair on that though right you weren't like feinberg we, yeah we, we finally did it or nothing like that no, and honestly, the woman who did it did a absolutely terrible job. It's not the same font. I, I, I did you not take it to did, things I, remembered? I did. I took it to the same place. I'm like, you guys did this before, and she goes, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Come okay. back, not the same." I'm like, so uh, Dan, if you ever come, if you ever win it, or if you ever come to the East Coast and check it out, um, I what I did with the belt when I won it, I got like all blank plates because, but the way Steve had it were these gigantic like. Um, plates that, like these uh, stickers that you stuck on the plates themselves looked looked totally shit. So I got blank plates and I had an engraving thing, but I made it like kind of small, like the Stanley Cup, so we could have like thirty or forty championships, and they're all engraved. And I made enough room on the font where like you can put whatever you want next to your name and year and championship. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so like I'm hoping like you know ten, fifteen years down the line when you win the belt, you see like 
everyone's engravings and you're just like yo dude this this is like got some history to it you know it's like it's not just a you know a, a frivolous trophy it's like damn this is like this is the fucking league trophy right here great idea man appreciate you taking the lead with that one i, I think it'll be like the stanley cup you know uh, eventually they take like the ring off that thing we'll take them one plate off we'll put a new one on <laughs> make room for the new teams uh if i could you know what if I wish I could take one drink out of the Stanley Cup. I, I you know, there's, a, like, I just wish. One day, I just, yeah, man, just take a drink out of Lord Stanley. I probably might get, like, a herpy on it for my, from that, doing that, but uh, it would be nice to, 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 to do that. Have you ever seen Lord Stanley, by the way? I have seen the Cup in person one time when it was, uh, oh, God, what was it? the, before it was the Rock, what was it, like, the Continental Arena? Oh, Jesus Christ, the Devils. Mm-hmm. It was Continental oh, Arena. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. So it was Contra Arenas. Yeah, so it was on display there for uh, after the 95 series, 96 series. Uh, got a chance to go down and see it as a kid. It's cool. Uh, it's huge. Awesome. I never got a chance to see it. Uh, one of these days, I'll, I'll, I'll go check that out. Um, all right, so let's go. I, I, of course, in this league, I'm picking myself. I'm, I think I, I think I got a really good team. I made some good moves at the end to get what I needed, and uh, I, I think I'm going to win this league. Moving on, what's your bold predictions, guys, um, for the rest of the year? Like, what can you say that, like, yo, man, like, you know, not just give, don't give me like a week one. Give me like just nuclear. What what is your bold prediction, Feinberg? Well, I mean, I, I I already kind of brought it up to you recently. It's not fantasy related, but generally speaking, I'm telling you, I think Chiefs are going all the way this year again. Championship. Is that a, I, I, I'm sorry. Is that a bold fucking prediction? Like the guy, the team that went to back to back Super Bowl, driven into the ground for nothing for basically the last what month. I'm going with it. I'm saying not only going to win the Mike. the the, the uh, division, but it's championship. Mike, that's like being like, yo, the Yankees going to win the World Series. It's like, yeah, they're definitely going to be there. Like, you know, they've got they always got a good team. Like, that's not a bold prediction to be like the the team that has gone to like three straight AFC championship games and two straight Super Bowls and won one. Is that yeah? They're gonna go back to the Super Bowl. If that's I don't I don't come on man. You got you got better than that. Well, I figured after a month of everybody saying how they're over, Mahomes is done. That that actually would be a take. I don't think that anyone but, said they were done. They, everyone was like, "There's something wrong this year." Like, you were willing know. to bet me a week ago that they weren't even gonna win the division. I yeah, but I but I would never bet you that they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. Like I, I still think they're gonna make the playoffs. Like, but I, there was just that that division was just like I I I, I expected the Chargers to win games. I didn't expect them to like totally regress into some whack team. Well, that's what I got for you. That's the bold. All right, Dan, what do you, what do you say? What's your bold prediction? Uh, I don't even want to say this one, but I, I think Justin Fields turns it around, and, yes. and I think he actually makes Allen Robinson a viable wide receiver where Allen Robinson is down in the fucking basement right now. I think by the end of the season, everyone would be like, Oh yeah, that guy's a fucking good wide receiver. I think Justin Fields will finally actually be able to hit the broadside of a barn. Allen Robinson comes back. I say Allen Robinson finishes the season around wide receiver 30, but he's currently around 60. So that's like a, a huge jump up. Uh, I see some improvement there. And do you feel that Fields is going to be a legit quarterback or just Allen Robinson is going to finally benefit from having a competent person back there? Yeah, I, I think it's just that. That Allen Robinson is going to continue to eat with his history of trash quarterbacks who will just cycle in and out of the league uh, two years, three years done. Yeah, uh, I don't think Fields is it. Gotcha. Oh, hey, look, if Fields totally sucks all year, I'll, I'll definitely give him my first one. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. My, my bold prediction – 
from this point on, Braylon Edwards finishes as a wide receiver one. Braylon Edwards isn't in the league anymore. The, the guy on the fucking Raiders. I, I, what's his name? Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm not name. Side. You just traded for him. Well, I traded. I actually traded for him in, in three or four leagues. Uh, I did. You double check to make sure it was the right one. <laughs> Well, yeah, because the other one's on the league, so I, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> no, 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 no. You could probably still find some of these guys that have retired. Like you could probably still dra- get Andrew Luck on free agency if you want. They, I, I bet you MFL only does that because stupid a Adrian Peterson. He just keeps coming back every year, and they're like, okay, we can't just get rid of these guys because some of them come back. They're like, no, only AP does. We just keep AP. It's just easier if we don't uh, delete them from the database until like we know they're done. Done. <laughs> That's like I you feel guys. Like- yeah, these guys are permanently connected to Tom Brady as well, so they can't delete Tom Brady without deleting all these other guys. How, why would you delete Tom Brady? He hasn't retired yet. He hasn't. That's left. what I mean. Like until Tom Brady goes, they can't get rid of him. Tom Brady's a unicorn in every sense of the word. So, like you know, I, I in every sense of the word, every like in the literal sense of the word, literal. Yeah, he's got a horn. Um, <laughs> he shaves it down nicely. <laughs> Yo, I, I would. I know that I'm a you know, Giants fan and like I have no real salt in the game, but if, if I could see the Bucks and the Pats in the Super Bowl, that would be the best Super Bowl I probably would ever watch. Like I'd be like, oh shit, this is gonna be like this is gonna be a game right here. I think uh, a nice. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't even know how would you root for somebody in that match. I don't want to see the Patriots win again, and just as much I don't want to see Brady win again. Why? Like I, I don't. Don't make me not want to watch the Super Bowl. Come on. What, you hate Tom Brady? Why? Like At this point, why? Did you see what he did to my team last year? Your team didn't deserve to win because they scored like nine points, dude. Like, it had nothing to do with Tom Brady. He fucking couldn't that score. That didn't help at all, but still, I don't have to like him. Well, the team scored. I think the Bucks scored like 20-something points. You fucking scored nine points because you didn't have an offensive line, and they were ferocious after uh, getting to the quarterback. Also, Tyree Kill yeah. and um, your – was it Darrell Williams that dropped the ch- uh, touchdown in the end zone? True, very true. That I mean, the fourteen points is a big swing. You're in the game at that point. You know, it's not a blowout. Listen, you asked why I dislike Tom Brady. Gotcha. That, and then you can go back to the prior year's uh, AFC Championship game with that mm-hmm. bullshit fumble. Uh, not fumble. It was an interception with D Ford's foot uh, over the line that they called it back for offsides. I mean, he was offsides though. I know. I hate that guy. <laughs> I mean, it, it offsides is offsides. Believe me, D Ford is up there with Tom Brady. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, let's just end the podcast. Uh, yo, it was great having you both on. Good talking to you, DZ. Good talking to you, Mike. Uh, you know, I'll try to get it back again next week, man. Maybe we get a couple weeks in a row. I, I did. I did enjoy doing it this week. Uh, any closing words, DZ? Nope. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, hopefully, this one actually makes it to broadcast. I will download. I will uh, upload it tomorrow. And uh, Mike, any any closing words? No, it was nice just chilling with everybody, being able to drink and uh, just hang out and talk some football. Yeah, uh, right. definitely hope we can do it again. Yeah, I, we were initially going to have cheese on too, but like there was a lot of stipulations to the cheese thing, and like I was like, okay, <laughs> was it Mike and, and Dan can do it on Friday night, and I kind of want to have a couple beers while I do this thing. So like, all right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, cheese. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, Till next week. Much love. All right.